you can only imagine my disappointment when I find out that my only daughter is romantically involved with that child. I'm... I'm so sorry. You know how our community feels about their kind. That child was born and raised in sin. We cannot have our daughter entangled with a boy whose parents go directly against God's will. It's not just wrong, it's not allowed. I still don't know why that school let that wretched child in. The influence he must have had over the other innocent children. We've decided to move you elsewhere because you have proven you cannot resist temptation. That's enough there, young lady. This is not a discussion. But father! Purgatory. Starring Sandy Jack, Lewis Alcott, Marion Elizabeth, Jacob Harwood, Charlotte Cottrell and Louisa Cajero. Guest starring Will Hayes as Sinead's dad, Lucy Fiore as Sinead's mum, Dan Thompson as Mark, Geraint Picard as Jeremy and Naomi Verity Samuel as Jess. Episode 4. The Gays versus The Catholics. again yep yeah you did i'm guessing you had that nightmare again uh, you know whatever i do whatever i think i just can't seem to shake that horrible memory away it's just a memory love don't get me wrong i lived it too but but we got back together we found a way back to each other and now we're married what more do you need it's different for you love you weren't disowned by your parents i was You didn't have to leave your faith and upbringing in order to be with the person you loved. This can't continue. You can't keep having these nightmares forever. Dr. Ashton says that even though my conscious mind has resolved the memory, there is some part of my unconscious mind that is still there reliving it. I've got an idea. Go on. Let's finally give Sam and Peter permission to write our story. Are you you serious? Maybe they could give you the conclusion you need. But Sam's already titled our story The Gays versus the Catholics, and that's before we even gave our consent. Also, every time I try and tell the story, my mind just goes blank. It just stops. It's like we met, we went on a couple of dates, and then it jumps to me being a trainee physio and an emancipated adult. Well, I remember all of it. How about we could do something to jog your memory? Well, it's a weird form of foreplay, but sure, I'll get the school uniform on. Not that. We could do something with our friends. With me still in the uniform? No one is dressing up as a schoolgirl. Well, I think you're the first straight man to ever say that. Sinead, this is important. I know. I know. I just don't really like talking about it. So, here's what we propose. Peter's got keys to the school. How about we all go there after this, and I can try to piece together what happened to me? Remember, guys, and... By guys, I mean Sam. This is still a tender subject. It'll be fun to shout to my work off cut. 
Sam, you can take the hockey mask off. Remember what happened last time you were drunk around me. Sinead, are you sure you want to do this? I think it's the only way I'll get closure. So, he is to taking an actual trip down memory lane. You know what I picture when I look down this corridor? Don't see the camera fades in. Don't see the camera fades in. I see the camera fading in on us as teenagers in a uniform surrounded by her classmates. Maybe the killers will be scoring it. And the award for white guy cliches goes to... Peter, by that logic, I'd just disappear. I'm not too sure why I came, to be honest. My buzz is starting to wear off. Sinead, why are you crouching down? Well, I grew a little since my school days. Maybe if I'm at the right height, something will click. Well, before Sebastian and I were a thing, I was curious about him. I mean, on the one hand, I was on every sports team the school had to offer. Captain of three, at least. And got some of the highest grades in my year. The only person who got more was Imogen. (laughs) On the other hand, Sebastian was just this mass of curly hair with legs attached and never said anything. He didn't seem to mind that he was basically, well, invisible. I kind of envied that. I wasn't really a fan of always being seen. I remember one day saying goodbye to my teammates and then spotting something down the corridor that I really didn't like. Promise me you won't tell anyone. Tell anyone? Tell anyone what? Say it. I'm not going to say it, Sam. Say it. Go on. No, I'm not. Just fucking leave it alone. Oh, you know you want to. In a brief, very momentary lapse of judgement and character, I... I... Say it, say it, say it. I kissed you. You did. And you enjoyed it. No. Oh, well, maybe. Uh, No, stop it. It's never going to happen again. Nah, it'll probably happen again. Sam, you're a twat. I may not outwardly care about my popularity, but even I know how much my social value would plummet if we did that again. As in when you kissed me like you were going to win a prize at the end. You're having way too much fun with this. It's not my fault you find me sexy. Also, your complete lack of worry about what Peter might do if he found out is more than a little unnerving. It'll be fine. You'll get bored eventually. Plus, it's clear that you want to be with me. No, it's not. And... Who the fuck do you think you are telling me what I want? Fine. Fine, I'll play along. But admit it, Imogen. We're made for each other. The sooner you get that, the better. You saw that. I thought we kept it a secret until, well, everyone found out. I... I saw all of it, lovely. Sebastian said you two were like oppositely charged magnets. Ugh. Didn't matter what was in the way, you two would find a way to each other. I said that. God, I'm deep. Would you look at that? Look at what? Sam is putting in a good word for me with Imogen. I sometimes get worried that I value our friendship more than he does, but... But look at him now. Are, Are you sure that's what he's doing, Peter? Yeah. Sam's a loyal friend. Who's she talking to now? You don't know who Sinead McCarthy is. Is that enough? You're honestly telling me that you don't know of Miss I won every sport at school, but I'm still intelligent and wise and humble. Would you like me to bake you a pie? How long did it take you to come up with that one? That's Sam's nickname for her. She seems 
Nice. From what I've heard. Is she Irish? I think so. Oh, God. She's the one who's got those nutjob parents who tried to make the school have abstinence-only education. Wait, are they the parents who tried to stop you coming here? Yeah, they were not the biggest fans of my dad's. It's strange. How can someone that seems so nice be the offspring of those wing nuts? And now your day is officially better. I'm here. Sam, what were you talking to Imogen about? Oh, nothing. Just the usual. She's stuck up and depressed and I'm amazing. Except... What? You know that science project we're working on? Nope. The one that only you and I are doing? Still no. The one that doesn't involve Peter? Uh, Oh, that science project. Uh, By any chance, Sam, do you want to talk to me about it? Well, in fact, I do. Sorry, Peter. I'll see you later, mate. No worries. Does he know? He fucking should know. But somehow, miraculously... He doesn't know. But why, out of all people, did you have to pick Imogen? Is it that obvious? Anyone who has a basic understanding of body language could tell that you two are some sort of warped item. After Mum kicked me out, I went over to hers and she kissed me. What? Yeah. Miss, I'm swearing off all men until all men stop being such a bunch of wankers. Kissed you? Mm, Pretty much. Are you going to tell Peter? Oh, that would go superbly. Hey, you know that girl you pictured walking up the aisle to one day in your wedding dress? Well, she kissed your best friend. So anyways, how's your day been? Sam, he needs to know. Not now. We're not even official. I need to ask you a favour. I think not telling my best friend in the world that the guy I spend time with is in a relationship with a girl of his dreams. I think that's enough, Sam. Imogen wants to go on a date. Bollocks. Okay... I asked her out on one. And she said no? She said she was ashamed to be seen with me in public. So the only way we could go out on a date is other people come to. And I'm other people, aren't I? Well, you and the Irish one that she hangs out with. She's coming to. What, Sinead? That's the one. Okay. So it's a double date? Yeah, but like, you know, there's no chance in the world of a freak like you seducing Sinead. I mean, Christ, look at you. So not only do you want me to lie to Peter, you also want me to help you date the girl of his dreams. Do you know that he saw you earlier on talking to her and thought you were putting in a good word? (laughs) Really? Oh, Christ, that is hilarious. It's not Sam. I'm going to give you a week. I'll come to this not date thing. If you don't tell Peter, I definitely will. Jesus, this is why I spend my social hours playing Halo. Can't be dealing with this shit. I never realised you had two dads, Sebastian. Did never really come up in conversation. I know, but still. It's interesting. I, mean, I used to tell people about it, but... After the homophobes, religious fundamentals, or just the plain ignorant ruined the fun... I stopped. So you and Sinead must have been a modern-day Romeo and Juliet. That's how the papers described it. The papers? Yeah. A lot happened. Why do you think Sebastian and I have such a boring, predictable social life? We had a lifetime's worth of drama in the space of a year. Do you still talk to your parents? After I emancipated myself from them, the conversation sort of died out. Jeremy, is there something on your mind, love? You've not said anything for a couple of hours. I am fucking ancient. 
Mark. How can you say that? It only feels like yesterday when Rachel had the scan and we saw our son for the first time. Now he's on his first date. Do you think it's a date? Is that why he's been so secretive? I caught him ironing his red dwarf t-shirt. Bloody hell. Is that why the house smells of burnt nylon? No, that's his new deodorant. (laughs) Do you remember our first date? (laughs) Yeah, I remember there being a lot of MDMA involved. (laughs) I remember you taking care of me the morning after, whilst I was coming down. Now, Mark, don't, don't interrogate the poor boy. So, how was your date? What date? (laughs) Come on, son. We could smell the cheap deodorant from a mile away. I I, I don't even think it was a date. Well, break it down for us. The four of us went to the cinema so that I I guess Imogen and Sam could snog each other in the darkness of the theatre. None of us really took the time to see if anything was worth watching. Imogen decided on some boring, depressing documentary in a foreign language because she would have the least chance of being spotted with Sam. Sebastian, I think I might throw up if we stay here. Uh, uh, Sorry. I I got this new deodorant on that apparently makes women find you attractive. Uh, I'll put my jumper back on. (laughs) No. I mean, those two over there, dry-humping each other. Can, Can we go somewhere else? Oh, yeah. I, I wish Sam would stop calling out his own name. There's a bowling alley nearby. C- cool? Ah, this is much nicer. Yeah, uh, me and my dad's come here a lot. Sebby? Can, can I call you Sebby? Yeah, sure. I'm... I'm sorry for what my parents said about your dad's. You, you don't need to apologise. I just want you to know that I don't have those views. You're really pretty and, and I'm not... Well... Pretty, I guess. My back's sweating a lot at the moment. Sebby, <laughs> are you right? <laughs> I have no filter when I'm nervous. Why on earth are you nervous? You're popular and sporty and nice and I... Have just as much right to be here too. Want to play Time Crisis? Is that what you want to do? With me? Gaming relaxes me. Plus, I have a feeling you'd be a lot better at bowling than I. Is that your name on the leaderboard? Yeah. Uh, Seb's always been second place to sin. When I meet him, I will... Oh, so you think it's a him? Well, I didn't mean... Hold on. S-I-N... Could be the first three letters of my name. Sinead, have we been competing for the same high score all this time? It's quite fun to shoot stuff. I keep it to myself because, well, I've got a reputation to uphold. And father says video games are a sin and poison to children. I have to admit, it. My mind is kind of blown. How about this, Sibby? I'll give you a challenge. Beat me at bowling, and I'll kiss you. I've never kissed a girl before. I probably won't be good at it. I mean, one time I did watch a tutorial online. Well, now you can say you have. So, yeah, we, we bowled, played some Time Crisis. She kissed you? Yeah. So, who's the lucky girl? Ah, uh, you wouldn't know her. Sebastian, we're on the PTA. We know all your classmates. Maybe I don't want you to know who she is. <sighs> She's not the McCarthy's daughter, is she? Uh, how did you know? You only keep things away from us when you think it might upset us. Sebby, you 
have complete and final say on who you want to spend your time with, but... Ah, maybe you don't remember much. Her family made a very public objection to you being in that school. I remember a lot of yelling and a lot of crying. It wasn't a happy time for us. People like that don't just change overnight. They don't listen to reason and they don't... But, Dad, she's different. She's kind. She's nice. She wouldn't have kissed me if she minded. Plus, she said she didn't have those views. Sebi, you're a good-looking guy. There'll be other girls. But I think I like her, Dad. And, and I think she likes me. Seb, we would never forbid you from seeing her, but just be careful. So, how was the cinema? I could have picked you up, lovely. I, I didn't want to impose, Mother. Sinead, we're going to give you a chance. One chance to tell us what you were really doing, and I promise we won't get angry. Nothing exciting happened, Father. We uh, we watched the film, it was a bit awkward, and then we went home. Really? Because Sandra from church said she saw you kissing a boy in a bowling alley. And not just any boy. The one who was born into sin. Oh yeah, he was there too. Um, it must have slipped my mind. Don't play coy with me, child. We're not above chaperoning you when you're out of school. But, Dad, I'm almost 15. You could be 85 for all I care. You live under this roof and therefore abide by the rules of this house. One of them being not mixing with their kind. What they do is ungodly. We forbid you for seeing him again. Yes, Father. We aren't angry with you, child. You can take this to confession on Sunday. Yes, Father. We only do this because we love you. This is a Lord's way. Well, this is a bit awkward. What, us three being in the school again? It doesn't feel awkward to me. Well, of course, Peter. You wouldn't feel awkward. There's a lot you didn't see back then. Have I done something to offend you? Look, it's not just what you did before you found out about us. It's also what you did after. You were really mean. Mean? Do you remember what you used to call me? Oh! That bitch who broke my heart. Thanks, Sam, for your input. Uh, for a while, people wouldn't talk to me because of, well, what you said to everyone. But I was heartbroken. Young and naive. You were a monster. And sometimes well, that side of you still comes out. But I thought we were friends now. Oh, we are. But... How do I put this delicately? You're a massive sexist! Really? Again, thank you, Sam, for being so helpful. Look, whilst I'm happy you got Tom to piss off for good, why was it you who had to do it? Why couldn't you just have supported Sinead and Alexia as their equal? <laughs> we used to call it White Knight Peter. It feels like you two are ganging up on me. Look, Peter, stop being a victim. You're not anymore. The writing club have decided that they don't really want you as a member anymore. But I founded it. I run it. What's the issue? Your boyfriend and, well, what you did to Peter. He only joined because I was in it. Imogen, it's not that we don't like you, but the atmosphere's changed now. Because of Peter, not me. Bless him, he's really cut up about this. And Gerald said he would happily take over running it. So I'm kicked out of the writing group and... Fucking Gerald is now in charge of a feminist writing club. I didn't realise that was why you left. I became almost universally hated. I even tried to be your friend for a while, but 
You just ignored me. Sometimes it felt like you enjoyed it. To be honest, Peter, it was pretty fucked up. How do I make this right? I want to make this right. Maybe when you write this part of the story, make sure you're honest about how you behaved. I'm sick and tired of a good-looking girl who breaks up the friendship trope. So, I guess that's it. I'm sorry, Sebby. It was really fucking stupid that we can't be together because of that. Sebby, it's my faith. One day, I'll answer to the Lord. He'll decide whether I get to go to heaven or not. But surely if there is a God, would they just want you just to be happy? And I thought that Jesus hung out with lepers and prostitutes. Surely he'd be cool with my dad's. I can't go against my parents' wishes. But I like you. And I like you too, Sebby. What if we're a little more cautious? Eventually they'd find out. If it helps, I'm sad about this too. I don't think I'll like anyone else. Trust me, Sebby. You'll find someone. It's gonna take a lot more than the Catholic Church to make me go away. Sebby, stop! We like each other. That should be enough. We're gonna head off. Yeah, fucking knackered. I'll get started writing the story. I'll tag along with you if that's okay, Peter. See you later, guys. Are you coming back with me? Um, we need to talk, Sam. Shit. Emmy, what's up? Uh, no, Sam, it's not the divorce talk. But honestly, I came very close to leaving you for good. There's a pattern forming. You do or say something that is beyond forgivable. I walk out because of it, and then come back knowing the same thing will probably happen again. So, yes, I am coming back. But if that sort of thing happens again, I'm going for good. I refuse to play parent in this marriage. Well... No, uh, this is not a good time to make a MILF joke. <laughs> oh, I love you. Honestly. I really love you. And you're due for the time being. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Best couple ever. Best couple ever. Can we watch something shallow and happy when we get back home? Absolutely. And eat a shit ton of pizza? That's music to my ears. Oh no. What's up? Sandra from church has somehow got my number. My dad's in hospital. He's had a heart attack. I guess God's finally sided with the Protestants. Sebastian? He's my father. He's not legally. Should I go see him? Do you want to undo five years of therapy? But he's my dad. Sinead, I will never be the sort of husband who tells you who you can and cannot see, but... I'm going to see him. Would he see you? That's not the point. A good person would see him. Sinead, I'm not going to stop you. But please think long and hard about this. And as we close this chapter, another fucking one opens. That was Purgatory. Starring Sandy Jack, Lewis Alcock, Mandel Elizabeth, Jacob Harwood, Charlotte Cottrell and Louisa Cajero. Guest starring Will Hayes as Sinead's dad, Lucy Fiore as Sinead's mum, Dan Thompson as Mark, Godian Picard as Jeremy, and Naomi Veritas Angle as Jess. Follow us on Instagram at Purgatory the Drama Podcast, Twitter at Purgatory the Drama. Tune in next week for episode 5, but for now, cheers. Cheers.